Welcome to the Soulful Summit Podcast, a journey to your higher self. I'm your host, Haley Peel, a life coach and pharmacist, where I will help you elevate your self-care, reclaim your energy, and align with your true north. We will chat about holistic living, adventure, raising your energetic vibration, and how to connect with your higher self. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Empowered Adventure Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Peel. I'm a holistic adventure coach and a pharmacist. I love outdoor adventure and my dog, Fitzroy. In 2012, I walked into the Grand Canyon for a 42-mile thru-hike, and 28 hours later, emerged with swollen, blistered feet, a broken spirit, and a fear of living adventurously. Ultimately, this experience woke me up and inspired me to run an Ironman, climbed 18,000 feet in the Himalayas, and return to the 42-mile Grand Canyon rim-to-rim-to-rim hike. This show is about helping you live your best adventure-inspired life. It's about finding a balance between stretching ourselves and being content and grateful each day. Every week, I will share adventures, insights, and tips to empower you to step into your own adventure-inspired life and unleash your inner strength. I started this show because I'm passionate about cultivating grit, growth, and gratitude, but I also need a community to encourage that growth, a lifeline to lean on when things get tough, something to remind me that I'm not alone and to help me rise again. I hope you learn something, laugh a little, and are empowered to step into your best adventure-inspired life. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Empowered Adventure Podcast. If you like the show so far, make sure you subscribe, share it with a friend, rate it, and leave a review. So welcome to this mini episode. I want to share simple ways to help you feel grounded, empowered, and in alignment with your internal compass. I want to help you access and unleash your inner strength. So all of these mini episodes are designed to help you implement just one simple step each week to help you feel good. Feeling good sets us up for success in every area of our life. We have better outlook, more motivation, better mood, we're, we're more resilient. And when we show up from this place of feeling good, we open ourselves up to possibilities and invite in what we want to attract in our lives. We show up better in the world for ourselves and for the people we care about. So this mini episode is inspired by the book Limitless by Jim Quick. His book is all about upgrading your brain, learning anything faster, and up-leveling your best life. I highly recommend it. It's easy to read, lots of good information in there, and I'll add a link in the show notes. So today's topic is energy-giving foods for the body and for the brain. And so before I kind of get into the details, I just want to share my Ironman Cozumel adventure story and nutrition with that. So when I did my Ironman Cozumel, so it's a 140.6 mile triathlon of swim, bike, run. And I, that was my first one and my only, my only full that I've done. And I learned so much about nutrition. They really say that nutrition is the fourth sport on your Ironman because dialing in your nutrition is so important for performance. And so I learned a lot about how my body reacts to certain foods and, and what makes me feel better and gives me energy to perform better during these long endurance 
races. And so that's a similar concept with just our everyday, like our everyday diet. Like it really makes an impact on our energy and how we feel. And so when I was training for my Ironman, like I had a, I had a pretty big learning curve and I had my, you know, I tried out different foods on the training and I had my, I had my game plan down. I had my nutrition plan, but you know what they say about like the best made plans. And I just kind of had to throw, throw it out the, the window. Yeah. Or that's what I probably should have done and adjusted. And I, I was like, no, I'm sticking to it. So what happened was I, so I had never swam in the ocean before I, when I was doing my training, I was doing only like lake water. And so the only training that I had was like a couple, the day before we had a little bit of a practice swim. So I had never swam in the ocean, but I had never swam like 2.4 miles in the ocean before. So after that swim, I was super, I was really dehydrated. And I just remember my like nutrition coach saying, okay, just, you know, make sure you stay hydrated because it's a lot harder to come back from dehydration versus like low blood sugar. You can easily, you know, get some food in you and and bounce back. But dehydration is one thing that you do not want to get behind on because that can really impact you, you know, especially on the run. So in my mind I had, so I was like, okay, so I actually, when I was going through transition, I actually knocked, I spilled my water bottle or one of my water bottles. And, and in my, I didn't have water. I had different, I think it was like infinite and Gatorade and noon. So I had, you know, these, these drinks with calories in them. And I just, I was so thirsty that I drank most, it was definitely two, maybe three of those water bottles, but it was, like I said, Gatorade and some, it was energy drinks that had calories in them. And, but I continued to also eat my or keep up with like my eating plan. And I, so basically what I was doing is I was just consuming way too many calories and my body could not absorb them. So what I should have done in hindsight was just replace instead of having, you know, the the, drinking all my energy drinks, replacing that with water, just plain water. But I also like, I also cramp pretty easily. So I was just kind of I was I was very new at all this. So this is a learning experience. But what happened was I was taking on so many calories and I was starting to feel really nauseous. I was going really slow. I was feel I just felt terrible on the bike. And the bike was my strongest like event, but that day it was like the worst because I felt I was so so nauseous and I didn't at the time like understand that I was just consuming so many calories and Anyways, at mile 80 on the bike, I projectile vomited all of the food and just, I mean, it was, it was spectacular really, but, but I felt a whole lot better and I was able to keep, keep going on the bike and was able to complete the race. But like, I, I learned so much about just food and nutrition and how my body reacts to certain foods and certain, you know, just different drinks and things like that. And so that is just, it was a really key learning for me. And then I apply similar, those concepts to what I eat, you know, in my, in my day to day. And I think one of the big takeaways from that is just every body, every person is different. And so as you're listening, think about this, like these are kind of some general ideas, but give yourself the leeway and be curious about what foods give you energy and what foods take away your energy. 
So let's get into the good stuff. So today's episode, like I said, is about kind of energy giving foods for your brain and body. So why should I care? Like all foods are just like all food, really like processed food, whatever gives you calories, right? Yes. But energy giving food. So the foods that actually help us feel good, um, feel for our brain and for our bodies and mind, when we have these energy giving foods, they help our body and mind run at their optimal state. So high quality foods help us function and feel better. So our brains and our body, they function best on premium fuel. And so if we fuel our minds and bodies with inferior, inferior fuel, so like more processed things, then it can do everything it was built to do. So foods rich in vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, they nourish our brain and they protect against oxidative stress, or you may have heard the term, I'm getting a little sciencey here, but free radicals. Uh, so these are things that damage our cells. So eating high quality foods helps our brain and bodies function better, but we also feel better. So foods and drinks with refined sugar, like cookies, pastries, sports drinks, these things cause brain fog, inflammation, and are linked to depression. Now, I am not knocking a good dessert or suggesting to swear off sweets or sports drinks. Like I think there are there is a place for those and you know endurance thing endurance events. I you know I think there are places for them. And I don't take like an all or nothing approach in my life and I'm not I'm not recommending that you do that either, but I think it's just important to bring awareness to what we put into our body. And like I said, like every body is different and so you can kind of think of it like kind of like a fun experiment and just to kind of see and just notice and be curious about what foods give you energy and what foods take away energy. And just notice like without judgment, how do you feel like right after you eat cereal versus maybe avocado toast with eggs and tomatoes or, you know, something more with whole, whole foods in the morning And just begin to be curious about how your body reacts and feels after certain foods. And this is one easy way to begin to reconnect with our inner compass, our internal guidance system. So a good diet builds a healthy brain, obviously a healthy body. A A diet high in saturated fats or refined carbs can impair brain performance and health. And I'll add, like, I'm kind of quoting, or I am quoting different studies here. I'll add all of the links to that in the show notes if, if you're interested in kind of following up on the detail of that. But some studies do suggest there is a relationship between the quality of your diet and mental health, like mood, depression, cognitive function. So when I was a kid, I used to love going to my grandma Peel's house. I, I got to play with my cousins and eat junk food. And every time I would get a stomach ache, like laid up in bed, almost throwing up stomach ache. And what was happening was like my body was rejecting the refined sugar. So our bodies intuitively know it knows what it likes. And sometimes we do lose touch with that. But I want to share the top 10 energy giving brain foods to incorporate or consider in your diet. And before I kind of get into those top 10, I want to share just a simple intention that I use when buying my food. 
So I know there's, you know, there's a lot out there on, oh, counting calories and that sort of thing, but I want to suggest count chemicals, not calories. Count chemicals, not calories. So basically buy foods that you know what is actually in them. So just for example, so I do every now and then I do like, I do like potato chips. I I do love some, some chips, <laughs> but buy the ones when you look at the ingredients that have fewer ingredients and you know what the word means. And like, so if I, so I love to shop at Trader Joe's and I'll buy these chips that the first ingredient is potato, not some long word with like, you know, I don't really know what it is, or it has like 15 ingredients, like some chips that I've, like when I started like researching or learning about this, I would look, I'm like, oh my gosh, these have like 10 different ingredients in them. I don't know what these things are. And so I've started just being more aware, like if I do buy processed foods, like I'll flip it over and say, okay, like which one of these have the fewer, have the fewest ingredients and I know what they are. So that's just one kind of intention thing that I that I like to use. Count chemicals, not calories. So let's get into the top 10 brain foods. The first one is avocados. So avocados are correlated to better cognition in older adults. Um, this is not a causal relationship. It is correlated, um, but they help you feel full as well. Number two is blueberries. So blueberries improve cognition and mood. And they protect against these neurodegenerative effects of the beta beta amyloid proteins. So it helps, it decreases the effect of brain aging, protects from oxidative stress. Number three is broccoli. So broccoli has vitamin K, which has been shown to help uh, improve cognitive function and memory. Number four is dark chocolate. So there is some things that may, or some studies that show they may reduce the risk of age-related neurodegenerative disorders. So dark chocolate, not the milk, not the milk kind, but the dark one. Eggs are good energy-giving brain foods. So they have choline, which helps improve memory. And number six is green leafy veggies. So of course, green leafy veggies, they have vitamin E in them, which um, help may help decrease brain aging. Number seven is salmon, sardines, and caviar. So I'll be honest, I've never had sardines and I don't know that I've had caviar, but I eat salmon. I love salmon. So eat that on a regular basis. That helps improve learning ability. Uh, turmeric is really good. So turmeric is number eight. It's an anti-inflammatory, it has antioxidant effects. So super healthy. Number nine is walnuts. So antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, may reduce risk of heart disease. And so all of these things that I'm, I'm speaking to, I will have links and references in the show notes if you want to check out those studies. And number 10 is water. So our bodies are 60 to 80% water. So this affects our physical and mental performance, improves mood, as well as short-term memory. So just to recap, those top 10 energy-giving brain foods are avocados, blueberries, broccoli, dark chocolate, eggs, green leafy veggies, salmon, sardines, caviar, turmeric, walnuts, and water. So, and what I will share too, so like I said, every, every body, every person is different. And 
what works for me may not work for the next person. So it's good to kind of just pay attention and kind of be curious to what energies make you feel good, feel like high quality foods that help you feel energetic, help you feel good and which ones to drain your energy. And so what I'll add there, I have an, an opt-in that it's, it's a four day energy experiment. And what it does is it helps, it gives you different recipes or foods to try. And you can kind of, you can look at it from, or as you're kind of going through this four day energy experiment, you can kind of see, okay, one day I'll have this for breakfast and it kind of gives you different options for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and different foods to try adding in protein, like animal protein or, um, plant-based protein. Or if you, if you're already, you know, if you're vegetarian or vegan, like you can kind of make substitutions there or adjust, you know, what fits for your current diet, but it's a good way just to kind of you know, try it out for a week and just notice like right after you eat something. And then also like two hours, um, after you eat, do you feel kind of sluggish? And it's just, it's a really cool experiment to help you understand and get clear like on your, for your body, what, what helps you feel good? Like what helps you feel most energetic and have more energy, that sort of thing. So I will add a link to that in the show notes too. And for your action step, so what is one small, simple step you can take away from this episode? Is it just, is it going to the grocery store and you're going to eat more whole foods if, or is it going to be, you know, counting chemicals, not calories, or maybe you incorporate one or two of your energy giving foods that we talked about today into your diet this week. So just try it for one week. You can always go back to what you're doing before previously, but Just try it and see how you feel. So that is all that I have for you today. And I will talk to you soon. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want you to know that I'm here to support you. So if there's a question you have or a way I can support you, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Haley's Comments 310 or connect with me at haleyscomments.com. I'll be dropping episodes each week and I'm excited to hear from you. I'll talk to you soon. As a busy woman in the corporate world, I experienced success in the traditional sense. A good job, a house, friends, and family, my dog Fitzroy, I had a lot to be grateful for, yet something still felt off. I felt like I was just going through the motions without any real sense of purpose or fulfillment. I struggled to find work-life balance. I felt like I was always on the go, juggling multiple responsibilities. I had lost touch with who I really am and what truly makes me happy. I was living on autopilot. What do you do if you feel overwhelmed and exhausted all the time, like you're constantly running on empty? What do you do if you can't seem to switch off and just relax? Even when you do have downtime, your mind is still racing with work and family worries. If you feel this way, you're not alone and this is completely normal. It's why I designed a quiz to help busy, successful career women in their 30s and 40s who feel their life force is being drained, prioritize their self-care, and reclaim their energy by knowing their unique self-care style. When you finish the quiz, you get your tailor-made results sent directly to your inbox. Just click the link in the podcast show notes to take your free quiz to find out what is your unique self-care style.